Hello, and welcome to part one of the roundtable discussion. Yes, we've got all the or all the uh, cast of characters. Hello, and welcome to a special two-part episode of Mets Musings. Part one is this week, and it's the roundtable, and the boys are back, and we discuss all kinds of things involving the New York Mets. We analyze the season, who who they should look into, perhaps hiring, what they may possibly do, all in these next two-part episodes. So be sure to check in on part one and then watch part two to, to find out what else we have to say. This bit of news, the Milwaukee Brewers general manager who was being considered by the Mets today asked the Mets not to consider him for a job. So the Mets are shot down again. And our part one and part two was recorded before that news came in. So still uh, looking Still looking for that elusive front office job, but let's not waste any more time. Let's get to part one of the roundtable discussion on Mets Music. It's time for another edition of Mets Musings. Hi, this is Ron Darling. Uh, this is Skip Lockwood. Hi, I'm Ron Swoboda of the 69 New York Mets, and you're listening to Mets Musings with Gary Mack. Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. Hello and welcome to another edition of Mets Musings. We are in the postseason edition we're going to do a little moratorium on the Mets here and look ahead and talk a little bit about the World Series maybe even the Hall of Fame uh, coming up uh, in December uh, and joining me to talk about all of those subjects we've got our usual roundtable guys here to discuss it from baseball and barbecue we've got Len and Jeff hi hello. guys hello hello, hello. And of course, as usual, filling out the round table is my good friend and former co-host, Barry Newman. Barry, welcome hey. back. Hey, guy. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Len. Hello, Barry Newman. So <laughs> I sent my resume into the Mets. I figure I got a good a shot as anybody else, being that nobody else seems to want this job <laughs> as president <laughs> of the Mets. So uh you know, a little retirement income, uh, work a half a day or something, and and uh, shouldn't take much longer than that to figure this mess out. Uh, you know, we thought when the Wilpons left that things were going to be hunky-dory, and I, could Steve Cohen be worse owner than the Wilpons? No. I mean, it seems seems incredible to think that. Not but, possible. Uh, Give him a chance. Come on. All we are saying is well, give Steve a chance. Come on, guys. They have all the Mets we have are been... oh, 
they've been turned down by a couple of teams already, not allowing them to talk to their officials. Uh, they got turned down again today by uh, the San Francisco Giants uh, general manager. Uh, don't know his name. Another young guy. And, uh, but, uh, Nobody seems to want to be president of baseball operations. Couple of things been written about it. One uh, is that Alderson's son is in uh, the uh, front office working as an assistant general manager. So there, you know, people could be afraid. And Cohen, uh, apparently, there's a cold war from other NL executives against him um, because he's got all this money. And uh, a lot of people don't like his Twitters. You know, it sounds familiar, but then look what happens when you don't like somebody's Twitters and somebody else takes their place. It's just uh, terrible. So what is it that nobody wants to work here for the Mets? Well, I'll go first. First of all, that Twitter thing, that's just a lot of BS. I mean, who, who, who cares, really? Uh, about the NL owners, well, you know, they were fine to accept them into the club when it brought up all their uh, their franchise value. That's fine. But when he's going to, you know, spend some money, they're going, oh, no, 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 can't do that, you know. And, you know, I, I really, with, with the collective bargaining agreement coming up, it's going to be a, a showdown. I'm sure we'll talk about that later. But you know what? Those three top guys who uh, with the news were reported, Billy Bean and Epstein and Stearns, that was a long shot to begin with. Each of them, uh, you know, Stearns is under contract, so he wasn't going anywhere unless it was give, given permission. Um, Epstein, he has a cushy job trying to uh, fix baseball. By the way, he's not doing a very good job at that. And uh, he wants to get on the ground floor of an expansion franchise. And Billy Bean is having a life, you know, having a great life in, in, in uh, Northern California. And he actually said it would be a pleasure to work with the Mets, but he has two teenage daughters in high school. He doesn't want to uproot them. And he's, that, that's his reasoning, which is fine. Mm -hmm. And they were, they were long shots to begin with. And but by the way, don't give the media any, any ammunition. They're just loving the Mets being the LOL Mets. They just want them. They, they love that. You know, they're going to get somebody. They'll get someone competent. It's just a matter of timing. And last year's timing was really bad because he what, took over on November 8th and season, you know, they had to get the uh, front office in. And, you know, who knew Jared Porter had, had, was a, a sicko, you know, psychopath or whatever with the, uh, with the pictures and whatever. You know, you don't ask. I mean, who asked that on an interview? Oh, do you send, uh, uh, you know, dirty pictures to people? You don't ask that on an interview. <laughs> Could they have found that out? I, I guess. I don't know. Um, but... You know, it's bad timing. And again, this year is also bad timing. You know, the, the, the CBA is coming up in, uh, in December 1st. It's going to be expired. They got to get everybody in place, you know, before that. And who knows if that's going to happen. So, and Stevie, Trump, I just one thing, just one last thing I want to say is, could the 5% that the Wilpon still owns still have that much of a stink on the organization? I'm off my side. Uh, wow. Next. <laughs> go ahead, Barry. Go, go ahead. I know you're you want to go. That's okay, Len. I would certainly defer to you if you if you like, but if you want me to go ahead of you, that's okay too. And I think it's a little bit early to declare that Uncle Stevie is a, 
a worse owner than the Wilpons. And remember, the beginning of the Wilpons tenure was great because they hired Frank Cashin. He rebuilt that farm system. And the 80s were the best decade the Mets had. As as far as, uh, like Jeff said, getting a general manager, they, they, they'll, they'll get someone. It may not be a name that we're familiar with, but I, I'm sure there's somebody that's working their way up the ranks that would see the challenge of being Mets GM as, as enticing. May not be even, like I said, people who we are familiar with. Now, I don't know how much to take from this because it's often social media, which of course we all know is never wrong. But the name I heard that might be um, might be interested is, is Brian Sabian. So I don't know what to make of that, but obviously he has a track record of success with the Giants. And if, if it's if a call was to be made to Sabian, maybe he would be interested. That's all I've got. Take it away. <laughs> ah. All right. Well, um, here's what I got to say. Here's what I got to say. We got to give, um, we got to give Steve Cohen, a, a, a Steve Cohen. We got, yeah, we got to give uncle Stevie, uh, a chance as the owner. Uh, he, he, you know, he took over during a very rough time COVID, um, as the owner. Anyway, the, they might, Here's what they might end up having to do if all of these top GMs, you know, are not going to come to them. So they need to go in and and they wouldn't have to ask permission in most cases, get the uh, assistance, you know, get um, I'm not going to say names, but, you know, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays uh, might have someone or the Dodgers or, you know, the Braves or get someone in that organization who has been getting their feet wet and it's not ideal because I really would prefer someone with a track record, but that might be the way that they have to go. Um, and then they really just have to maybe guide them along. Don't just give them the, you know, don't just open up the store to them you know, take them in the store and show them around a little bit until they're comfortable and then let them go. But that's what they might have to do. So, um, but I'm feeling good about the whole situation. I think that everything's going to work out great. I'm trying to uh, counteract some of that negativity I heard before. <laughs> I have two names that I like to throw out there. Uh, one's not, not going really to be popular, or at least one of them, but what about Jeff Lou now? The one who uh, built the, the Astros and he was thrown out because of uh, the cheating scandal. By the way, all the players are okay. They can play. The managers and, and the GM was, was fired, suspended. Right. And, and, and now Jeff Lou now, he, he's available. So there's one. Uh, and, for, and as Len said, assistant general manager, there's one in Boston who's been with the Red Sox for over 20 years. Executive Vice President and Assistant General Manager, name is Raquel Ferreira. And so I think the Mets are going to have to interview this, this woman. She is, you know, part of four championships, uh, you know, four championships in Boston. She's got to be doing something, right? It's a, yeah, that's, that's a great idea. And by the way, what you said just now, I agree. The, 
you know, the, you, the players, they, they are still playing. You know, Altuve still hasn't taken his shirt off. He goes <laughs> home and he doesn't take his shirt off. He showers with that shirt. I mean, <laughs> so you're right. Give and give damn good a, players a, they are too. That used to team, let me tell are. you, they yeah. are, and they've got a damn good manager right now. But that's another. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Dusty gonna get the bugaboo. Is he on a one-year contract? Does anybody know? I believe so. I think and this he, was his I last mean, year of his contract. Yeah, he is seventy-two, but he's he's not leaving. He's I, not leaving after. This is his last job. No, no, he should. This should be. They should just keep they should give him as long as he wants, yeah. because what he has done for that franchise this year is unbelievable. And and many of the people that are rooting for the Astros in this World Series are rooting for them because of Dusty Baker. Let's face it. Well, I think I'm going to root for the Astros just for the fact to uh, shut up to all of the people that booed them all year and criticized them. Uh, well, isn't it interesting just to divert from the to divert from the Mets just a tad, and uh, that uh, Atlanta's in? <laughs> I, I find this to be hilarious. <laughs> but Rob Manfred has got to be pulling his hair out, cursing the gods of baseball for letting the Atlanta Braves get into the World Series, so he took one game away from him, but now they're getting three. Eat it, Rob! And the only thing in that would have been a Rays Brewers World Series. Imagine the interest nationwide if those teams had gotten in. And Jeff, I like that idea that you put forward about, it's Raquel Ferrar was her name, I believe? Yes, yes. So that would be a tremendous PR, PR alone move for the Mets to make, and clearly she's qualified, like you said, having been a part of several Red Sox championships. But now, would you would you move her up to the president of baseball operations no. or no, general a, manager? A general manager. Yeah, general, general manager. Yeah, general manager. Because they're looking for both. Right. The general manager. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, I, look, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with Sabian, uh, whatever they want to do, but they, they've got to make them. I mean, this, it looks bad that everybody's turning them down. Uh, as you said, they're going to have a small window between the end of the world series, which is what, if it goes seven games is November 2nd or third and the December 1st, uh, uh contract expiration. So it's going to be tough. Well, today, the um, let's continue along here. The uh, yesterday or today, the Cardinals announced that they hired their manager already. They let Mike Schilt go and uh, they hired Oliver Marmol to be their new manager. Uh, do you throw Mike Schilt in as a potential Mets manager? Uh, you know, I've heard some other names. Uh, um, uh, is it the uh, Joey Cora? Is that the one that's not uh, managing in Boston? Right. It's Alex, right? <laughs> Alex is, is Boston. managing Boston, yes. Uh, Joey Cora has been a name that's popped up. Uh, now Mike Schilt. Um, what do you guys? Uh, I mean, it's hard to say because we don't know who they're going to bring in as general manager or as. Um, 
uh, president of baseball operations if they bring in both. But uh, what about the candidates for managers jobs? Well, I think the uh, it's really a non-starter until we get a general manager. I mean, uh, well, you you mentioned Bernie Sabian, and then his his was linked to to uh, Bruce Bochy. Bochy, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, we heard Beltran, and now you bring Cora. There's uh, several very good candidates. Schilt is one. Uh, you have uh, the ones who worked for Bochy, uh, Bam Bam Mullins. He was actually the Mets uh, bench coach last year. Mm-hmm. So he, he can be one also, but I think it's all premature until they get a GM. And just That's the cool. mention of Bruce Bochy, I just had to adjust the size of, of my hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, he can get Har- Jay Horowitz's old ones, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they need a disciplinarian or somebody, <coughs> excuse me, who's going to... Uh... You know, it's that's the stage they're in. They they had so, you know, it's that whole circle. Now it's the disciplinarian. Then they'll wear out their welcome, and then they'll get in a player friendly manager. But right now, they need somebody to set the tone to say this is how it is. Um, not so much that the players are going to hate them, but I think that with this team, that's what they need. Not sure who that's going to be, but that's what they need. And well, like and I, said, it's a non—it's a non-issue until the Mets hire a GM. And like you both said, or like you all said, it, it's time for the Mets to bring in someone on the manager side that the players can respect. All we heard last year, as the Mets were free falling, is how good a clubhouse it was. And to me. That means it's like a country club atmosphere and there was no accountability. And remember when Mickey was hired, how he was going to say how much he loved the players. Well, of course he loved the players and they probably loved him. They probably laughed at him behind his back. And Louis Rojas turned out to be pretty much Mickey Calloway 2.0. Same thing. It's time, like you guys said, to get an experienced guy who the players if not fear, at least can can respect who that guy is. Who knows? But Schilt is a not a bad choice. He comes from a winning organization. If if he's interested in the job, he is certainly warrants an interview. Another guy I think I might have heard one time, but barely anything after that is John Gibbons. He managed the. Uh, Blue Jays for over 10 years. He's been in the playoffs a few times. There's another possibility that I think might be a good choice for the Mets. But it has to be someone that that experienced the players who the players can respect and for God's sake can actually manage a game with his eyes once in a while, like the Braves manager does. I've got I've got here. You ready? Are you ready for a Mets musing is exclusive? Here sure. we go. All right. We're about to make about to make the headlines. Willie Randolph. Oh goodness. Willie Randolph. He would be a great manager for the Mets. He did it once. He could do it again. Bring back Willie. Well, 
No, no votes for Wally Backman while we're at it. No, 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 uh, no. That, that's right. <laughs> Willie, come on. Willie Randolph. Okay. The guy knows baseball. Okay. Yes. He, I mean, I don't know what he's doing. He's been out of the game for a little bit. He, when you look back at what he did with the Mets the first time, even I heard him on a podcast with Jay Harwitz and Jay actually told him that the Mets, you know, they, they were, uh, uh, you know, too quick to let him go. And, uh, I think Willie Randolph would be a great manager. You know, you mentioned, uh, Willie Backman. Now I know he's never going to come to the mess. I know that's not going to happen, but someone in that ilk who won't take crap, who will be a disciplinarian and play fundamental baseball. But you guys didn't say, I said, Willie Randolph, no comments, nothing. <laughs> come on. Come I, on. I love it. It's Willie. not going to happen. I don't I, think it's going to happen. Okay. I think but, he's, he's been here, had his chance. It, you know, for did did they move him too soon? Probably, but I don't think it's going to happen. Willie Randolph uh, version 2.0, but uh, probably won't. I, but it to me, this team, this organization needs a philosophy. They need an offensive philosophy and they need a defense philosophy. They, they just can't roll like this. And uh, there was there was a very confusing article on Metsmerized online about fly ball rates and ground ball rates. And I couldn't understand the guy what he was talking about this analytics crap. Uh, and and because at one point he contradicted himself. Uh, they hit, I think it was the first year that Chili Davis hit. They they hit more ground balls than fly balls, but they scored more runs. And then he, then he went on to say something to the effect that, well, you can't blame Chili Davis for the for the change. What are you going to blame him for? They were scoring more runs. They were up on top of the league and, and runs scored. I, I, I couldn't understand what the, the, and the, the point of the article was that the, t- the top teams, the teams in the playoffs hit more fly balls and ground balls. Uh, and, and therefore the Mets should be hitting more fly balls than ground balls. They hit more ground balls than fly balls and they're on the bottom of the league and run scored. Um, but what nobody took into account was strikeouts. I didn't see anything about adding strikeout ratio in there. That's what kills this team. You know, well, if, it, if you don't mind, a, a, a little plug for baseball and BBQ, we just had on Ron Bloomberg. And I like the Ron Bloomberg's philosophy of hitting. You see the ball, you hit the ball. Hit the ball. That's <laughs> it. it. It's simple. I like that plug, though, Jeff. That was oh, good. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, it's a great wait, so philosophy. Wait. Is that wait? Is that baseball and barbecue? The podcast. Yes. The, the baseball and barbecue. The podcast, and that would be episode what one hundred five and one hundred seven. Yes. On baseball and barbecue, the podcast. There you go. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Clearing that up. So I think we have to push back on the Wally Backman being the next manager. Uh, I think we spoke more emotionally and less logically when we brought that up the last time. First of all, like you guys said, it's not happening. And in baseball 2021, 
Wally back and Zach just 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 won't work. The players are just too pampered. They're just um, what what would you say? They're, 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 well, you you know what I mean. But you need you can't have a Mickey Calloway or a Louis Rojas there either. You you have to have somebody in the middle who will command the respect of the players, but can still be the type of manager that can relate to the players and talk to them and get the most out of them. The one thing, say what you want about both Callaway and Rojas, they certainly never put their players in the best position to win. The way they managed the bulk and some of the decisions they made that just were just mind-blowing. And I never before these past four years heard Gary, Keith, and Ron criticize managers on, on the air like they did these past four years, but it was constant with them. So it, it, they just they just need to have, like you guys have been saying, a change in the culture. And Gary and Jeff and Lynn, I'll, I'll, I'll throw it a stat. You're, you're going to love this. Over the past 15 years, I, in fact, Ronnie would always, would always talk about when the runner, the base runner, goes to second base, he's in scoring position. Well, that's not necessarily true. And here's the stat. I forget where I saw it, but this, this is an amazing stat. Over the past 15 years of the 30 teams, so, so four out of 450 seasons, the 2021 Mets ranked 449th out of 450 in getting the runner from second base home, whether it be because they were too slow on the bases or they couldn't score from from second base or they'd get thrown it at the plate. But that, that's an alarming statistic to basically less than 50% of the time when you would think it's almost automatic that the runner on second base will score on a base hit. But in the Mets case, 2021, it was well under 50% and 449 out of 400 out of out of 50 that that pretty much should tell you everything you want to know about the Mets. well just so uh to bring everybody up to date with wally backman the long island ducks were eliminated in the championship series they uh had a terrific year got to the finals of the atlantic league again won their division but couldn't put away the lexington team they lost three games to one so uh, uh, that was uh, six days ago. So yeah, you, just you know, I uh, put that in yeah. there. Ty Kelly's on that team. Ty Kelly's on that team. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. look, Wally Backman would make uh, a great manager probably somewhere, but the Mets are not in a position where they could have controversy like that. Okay. It's one thing to take someone who's been doing it in a system as an assistant, you know, studying at the, you know, with the person in charge, that's different. But Wally Backman, you know, even, even, I mean, I said Willie Randolph, but even, even that, cause then you, oh, he's been out of the game and whatever. I mean, and, but maybe he'd work out. I mean, look, Joe Torrey was brought into the Yankees. Everybody questioned that. And we, you know, no need to, to talk about what happened there. So, but I'm just saying, I think that the Mets have to, they have to bring in a, almost like a guarantee, almost like a Girardi 
I know they're not bringing in Girardi, but you know what I mean? Like a Girardi, a Pinella, a Showalter. Again, I'm just mentioning them only because anywhere they go, they win. I'm not saying that you bring them in, but you need to bring in the next manager you bring in can't just be, it can't, you can't go through this every it, two look, years. It, it might be a new no name. Look, it, okay. uh, the, Car- but, the Cardinals just hired, what's his name? Ar- Oliver Marmol? Oliver Marmol. Have you ever heard of him before? No. No. And well, the Cardinals are a pretty he, good, uh, pretty good organization. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Well, I mean, who ever heard of Mike Schilt? Yeah. And he just got him to the playoffs. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Brian Snitka. Yeah. It's a good exactly. name. Though. It's a baseball name. Yeah. I think the what where the Mets went wrong was Rojas. And, you know, you just described Rojas, though. Somebody that was in the system. Somebody that was working as an assistant manager. Somebody that managed in the minor leagues. He had experience. The, 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 yeah, problem, with, okay. the, the problem with Rojas is he wasn't a manager. He was, it was a data applicator. He was a caretaker. He was a data applicator being told when to pull the pitchers, when, who to put in through the bullpen. He wasn't allowed to manage. Yeah, but you're also mixing things up. I was talking about GM, somebody who's been with the GM. Oh, I'm not talking okay. about a manager. Oh, wow. A manager, I'd, I want a manager, somebody who's managed. But I think it's easier to get a manager who's had a winning pedigree than it is yes, to get yeah. GM, because we, the, we it, see they're not being successful with that. So the manager, yes. though, it, I, they can do. You need somebody, like you said, with a winning pedigree because they can stand up to the front office as well. If you brought in a Dusty Baker and you told Dusty Baker, this is the lineup, he's going to laugh at you and say, oh, okay, I'll look at the lineup, but no, I don't think so. Uh, you know, that that's what you're going to need. And that's why I'm, I, in a way, I'm glad Billy Bean didn't come here because that's what he did in Oakland with uh, Art Howe. If, if you saw the movie Moneyball, he told him, you play this guy. And, and then he traded the guy because Art Howe didn't want to play him. Right. Uh, you know, you can't have that now. Then why have a manager? Then right. get rid of the manager and have a bench coach that you tell what to do. Right. They yeah. need they need somebody with a pedigree, as you say, a, a, a name, a, a Dusty Baker, somebody that Rojas. This was his first job. He wanted to be manager of the Mets. And I think he caved on everything because he didn't want he was he didn't manage to win. As they say, teams don't play to win. Sometimes they play not to lose. He managed not to 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 get fired and you can't manage that way you gotta manage and if you get fired you get fired you, you're hired to get fired i mean there's no more walter austin's that are going to be with the team for 28 years or or tommy lasorda that's going to stay that that's going to be a very rare occasion look the cardinals who have had kept managers for years Shilt three years and he was gone and it was over philosophical differences. See, maybe that's it. Maybe they wanted to, they wanted him to be a push butt manager, do what they told him and he didn't want to do it and he's gone. Who knows? Well, uh, you know, uh, Snitka has done the job in Atlanta and, uh, you know, and, and they lost the Kuna too. 
And uh, but Kuna, there's another o- point. Ozuna. Ozuna also. And and look, Soroka. they go out, they go out and they get Jock Peterson and Adam Duval and who did the Mets get? Javi Baez. Uh, Withers, what was that guy's name? Tim Witherspoon? No, no, not Witherspoon. Trevor Williams. Uh, Trevor Williams, yeah. I mean, we need pitching. We go out and get a a, a guy that hasn't started in two years or whatever. That's been, uh, loading shelves in Walmart or something. Who knows? <laughs> but here's but, the uh, thing, Gary. The Braves had the pieces in the farm system, so they were able to deal prospects and pick up a, a Jock Peterson or a Solaire and uh, who's the other guy? They that's Rosario. Yeah, geez, the guy that won, just won the MVP of the NLCS. And to be fair, we know the Mets were in first place for over 100 days. And like I think I said on the last round table, we all know that was just fool's gold. It's a 162 game season. Most of the time, anyway, the best team wins. The Braves hit their stride. We're able to overcome these serious injuries with the depth in their farm system and ended up basically running away with the division. And if you look at the National League, I think it's fair to say that the Mets may be in the worst possible position. I know you sign off, Gary, with keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. But let's be honest here. If you look at the National League right now, the Mets might be in the worst possible position. So just stick with me for a couple of minutes because they're right in the middle. The Braves are better. I don't think anyone would argue with that. The Brewers are better. The Cardinals are better. The Dodgers are much better. The Giants are better. I would still put the Padres ahead of the Mets, at least based on on, on, on the names, not forgetting about how they perform. But I'd still say the Padres are a better team than the Mets. So that's six teams right, right there already that are better than the Mets. And then you have the direct teams, now the Nationals with the Marlins, the Pirates, now the Cubs. And of course, in the NL West, you have the Diamondbacks and the Rockies. So you have six teams that the Mets are clearly better than and six teams that are better than them. And that leaves the Mets basically in a three-way tie, in my opinion, in the middle of the National League with the Phillies and Reds. And the Cubs and Nationals were able to fall back on the World Series they won to break up their teams in Gotham, and now they're going to completely rebuild them. The Mets would have a very tough time doing the same thing, even if maybe that's what they should be doing, because talent-wise, they're not even close to the Braves. We all know it. When you look at position by position, the pitching, the bullpen, the defense, the, the the speed are the Mets better than the Braves in anything? Well, that's why they play the game, Barry. And uh, you know, this season is, is a standalone season. Things will change. P- players will change. Free agencies are different. You know, look, I know Freddie Freeman's a free agent next year. With, with uh, you know, after the season, do I think he's going anywhere? No, but I didn't think Apple Polos was going to go anywhere either. And they, 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 you know, he was thirty-two, and they, they let him go. You never know what's going to happen in this game. Mm-hmm. Especially if they win. If they win, 
they could say, you know what? We don't have the money for Freeman. So we got this championship. That's going to serve us a couple of years. We'll get a couple of years uh, of uh, the fans not turning on us and we'll let him walk. And who knows where he might go. Uh, I'd grab him here to tell you the truth. <laughs> Can I just bring I, back uh, something with, with the Mets uh, general manager? I just want to point out that less than a year ago, I guess it was November of 2020. When right after Cohen took over and all this, they, they hired a guy named Jared Porter to be their general manager. And at the time, it was a great hire. People said this was a really great hire. You know, he knew scouting. He knew the game. No one knew about his other life. Let's put that out there. But at the time, it was a great hire. Nobody complained. We were on it. Okay, we we're going to go someplace. You just don't know. You just don't know. So, you know, this next hire is they got to get it right. I mean, they got to well, get it right. Are they gonna are they gonna have to hire a GM, or are they gonna give their current GM another chance? Oh, the one that's another uh, question. The, the, the oh, Zach Scott. It was who, one time. Yeah, I get I it. I mean, as far as we know, it was one time. <clears throat> Tony Larusa got caught spring training right. last Good. year. Good point. And they did, he, did, did they dis, did, did they uh, discipline him? No, he went to imagine no. the playoffs. No, Gary. He, Gary, still, let's. So here's something else controversial I'm going to say. All right. These are the things that people are going to tune in to hear. All right. The here's the big one. Take one of these chips. OK, take one of these beautiful toys that, you know, nobody wants to get rid of and trade them and build up a little bit of your farm system or get a couple of oh, good pieces. OK, it's enough already. We. So, yeah, we have and this year he didn't even play, but we've got DeGrom, who every fifth day. Yes, it's great. We you know, we have him. And uh, who I mean, you mentioned at one point Alonzo, I think at the, on the last show. We are in love with our players. And if we want to win. I think that the next GM, whoever's making the deals, has got to these one player baseball is not basketball it's not one or two stars on the team and i think the mets are too star driven we have pete alonzo who yeah hits a lot of home runs and you know wins the uh the home run derby and we've got Degrom, who everybody loves Degrom, but you can if you can get something for these players and i'm not talking about just one on one for one, but I think they're holding on to one or two players and, and they're never getting anywhere. It's year after year. It's time. But Len, I think that's the kind of move you would make during the season. First of all, we don't know the health of the Grom. So mm -hmm. who's going to want to trade for Jacob the Grom and give the Mets the kind of prospects they so desperately need at this present time? The answer is no one, but a healthy DeGrom that proves that he's the elite pitcher that he's always been. He come back and say next July, assuming there's even going to be a baseball season, which we, I guess, we'll talk about later on. But if DeGrom, let's just think positive for one second, he comes back and pitches effectively, or even at the elite status or that. He's been at for the past few years or, so, or somewhere in between, but 
at least shows himself to be a quality pitcher to move him for prospects. I, I have no problem with that at all. In fact, I remember in 2018, we were talking about that very thing about moving DeGrom when he was in the middle of his first historic season. Now it may unfortunately be too late because we don't know if he's ever going to be the same pitcher he was. And it, it, it's a shame. A healthy DeGrom would it have put the Mets in a better position, of course, but realistically, I just think the Braves are just a much better team, and even a healthy DeGrom would have got the Mets closer this year, but they would not have gotten into the playoffs anyway. Jeff? Well, yeah, I mean, it's really hard to build and win at the same time. And New York, we're starving for you, a winner. I think the pieces are in place. I really do. I do think you need a couple of chips. You need a couple of uh, tweaks here. You need an everyday third baseman. And, you know, I mean, look, I know I'm an Amalkut, but I'm, I, I like the set lineup and you have a set players where they're playing, you know, put these players in a position and let them play there instead of moving everybody around every day. I, one day I, you're in yeah. right, one day you're in left, one day in short. Come on. You know, yeah. put them in, put them in, get a consistent lineup and, and, and that's what they need. You know, get someone for third base, get someone, you know, for second base. And remember, by the way, you know, Robinson Cano's coming back. But I've been looking at uh, several general managers and, and uh, assistant general managers uh, besides Raquel uh, Ferreira. I mean, there's a guy out in Seattle uh, his name is Justin Hollander. He's the uh, assistant general manager and uh, of baseball operations. And by the way, you know, Seattle, the, half the team is the Mets. So this guy knows the Mets organization. I mean, they, they pilfered the Mets organization and, and they did pretty, pretty good. Uh, the, the Toronto Blue Jays has a, has a guy named uh, Joel Sheehan. I mean, Toronto made a great run this year. I mean, there's a couple of names. And they that know they, the they Mets organization. Too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Stephen Matt had a pretty good year. So it's it's they really got to look at the at the GM position position GM role, get someone who they can trust, do a deep dive, no surprises, and, and and then start from there. You go there, you get the manager, then you try to build your team that way. I mean, they have some pretty good prospects going in the Arizona Fall League now. Brett Beatty, uh, they have a couple of guys of uh, you know, we know we know the name Vientos. Mercurio, uh, with, uh, Mercurio, Mercurio, Mauricio, uh, you know what? I wouldn't mind. You know, he's a big kid. He's not going to play shortstop, uh, even though that's his position, but he's a big kid. I, I would slide him over to third base. I mean, that they, if they worried about money, which why would they? I mean, it, geez, Steve Cohen's worth the, worth, you know, 17 billion, uh, but they can move this guy to third base and, and, and use the money for, for other spots. I mean, or not get, get a real third baseman in there. You know, well, I think Vientos is going to be. He had a big year last year. He's going to probably start the year AAA, and if he can handle it, who knows? He could. We could see him at third base earlier, uh, or sometime this season. Uh, Batty's also besides third. They played him this year. They played him out in left field. Yeah, and they played him some at first base, but they yeah. moved him around. Same thing with Batty. They moved Batty. They played Batty, uh, got him some outfield work in left field. So um, they, they're trying these different things, like Jeff says. But 
I, I, you know, okay, that's nice, but you keep that for a pinch when you really need that, you know, instead of like Jeff said, you, I mean, it used to drive me crazy. The, the Cubs had Chris Bryant one day he's playing third base. The next game he's playing left field. I mean, the guy's an all-star third baseman. He won rookie of the year. Why, why do you want to keep moving? Why do you want him out left field for one game and one game at third yeah. base? It he makes pl- no sense. He was playing center field in the playoffs for the Giants. I couldn't believe it. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. I, 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 I don't understand why they do that. And that, that all started with Zobrist, I think, in the World Series with the, and the, the year with the, the Cubs, I guess it was. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and, and look, Maurizio could be a trading block. He's 20. Um, he's not going to play shortstop. You know, um, if they sign Baez, which is another topic we can discuss, um, you know, what are they going to do? Then they gonna what are they going to do with McNeil? What are they going to do with Cano? I, you know, I mean, they they're just they're so screwed up that they don't their money isn't getting spent right. They're, you know, um, that's why I say you trade somebody. A, a chip, like Len said, you trade in Alonzo, and and you trade a, a Smith, and then you you sign a guy like Freddie Freeman or Anthony Rizzo for five years, and uh, you know you then you get some leadership that they they're lacking leadership too, veteran winning leadership. Well, I hope you enjoyed part one and. Uh, Join us again next week for part two and the conclusion of the roundtable discussion. And if you're new to the channel, please hit that subscribe button and go smash the like button on YouTube as well, as it makes the uh, analytics people very happy on YouTube and it makes me happy as well. So until next week, remember, keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. We'll see you soon with part two roundtable discussion.